0: Variety, of Akashi Media Podcast Live, giving you a commentary today, again, about homelessness. But this time, I want to be a little bit more um, encouraging about the situation of homeless uh, issues that's going on in America. And I wanted to touch base on this commentary today on how the homeless programs um throughout the United States are programs that I feel that homeless people should be trying to look into to get themselves out of the predicament. And the homeless programs that I want to talk about today are the Housing Development Homeless Programs. You have all these different organizations. Like, I'm in California. We have the Los Angeles County Development Association, uh, we have HUD um, and the Housing Authority, and there's a lot of other um, organizations that deal with um, the housing, urban development. And these different programs have different programs to develop um, apartment buildings or to um, take an old building and remodify that building and re and rehabilitate the building. And the one thing that I want to say today to all of you out there that might be facing homelessness, do not look at homelessness as an adversity. Look at homelessness as a time to become more into prosperity. And the reason why I say that is use this time to get all your credit cleared up, sit back and chill a little bit, relax, look at what has happened, digest that, look out forward and see where you can go from here. And the reason why I'm saying this today is because these organizations and a lot of different organizations are supposed to be um, advocates for the homeless A lot of these organizations are making money off of people. This is not the first time I have said this on my podcast. There's a man. What is this man's name that's on um, Twitter a lot? I can't think of this man's name right now, Um, but he's a tycoon, billionaire, and he said himself, homeless social business is a... ROI, a return on investment. The reason why the homeless system is so big and has gotten bigger is because you have people that work at different government agencies, government positions that look into people to see if they owe taxes, property taxes, and things like that to take their home from them, to make them homeless. Because if they make them homeless, then they can make more money on the homeless. You see what I'm saying? So this is a money maker. To me, buying a home and then losing a home, it's like, why? I don't feel that anyone should lose their home after paying off a mortgage. You know? And there was a woman that was in the newspapers this weekend in Massachusetts. She lost her home. She paid her home off in full, over $300,000. And they took her home from her for missing property taxes for about $2,000. I think that's insane. And this woman to me looks like she's Native American. And by law of a Native American law, black African-descended Native Americans, for some reason, were erased off the doll rolls and replaced with white people. Um, A lot of this happened when black people married white people that were Native American. And when black people were Native Americans and they married white people, they got erased off the doll rolls and replaced by the white folks, and then the white folks went and got their own folks and made them that instead and moved them on out the way. A lot of that happened like that, too. That's why it had in the Cherokee and other tribal writings of the laws of Native American was not to marry European, but there were people who still felt like um, it's their business on who they love. So they married them anyway. So they lost their rights by doing so. I remember we had a relative that did that same thing. And um, I remember my grandmother telling her, you're gonna lose your rights if you marry this man. She didn't care. Why this right? That's how she felt. And she felt that way, but then when things didn't go the way she thought it would go, she got mad and jealous about other people that had their lives together later on. When hers did not seem like it could go further because we started out, I remember when we started out, I was, I was, it was still going on in the 70s because I remember as a child, I remember going to the powwows, I remember going to the um, different um, tribal gatherings that we had, we, I remember when we started bingo, which now became casinos. This was all in the 70s, I remember this. And we did a big celebration when, uh, when, when we got the bingo going, which the tribe got the bingo going, and then later on the, the, it became the casinos, but it was bingo for many years. We used to go there and play bingo and stuff like that, have fun at the tribe. Um, so um, at that time we were getting $10,000 per month. per month. And so what happened was a certain relative who decided that she wanted to do what was right for her and her marital status, she got kicked off Then she wanted to start using my identity and my sibling's identity because she couldn't get her money no more. But he didn't keep her. He later let her go anyway, but I heard from him years later that he still had her money. And she's the one who didn't have any money. And this day of time, freaked me out. It's like, damn. He was telling me how he became her business manager. And she's a celebrity and a singer. And he lived good in Hawaii. And um, he so happened to move to Las Vegas where I was living at the time. And he lived underneath my condo. And he was telling me how he used to be her, um, her business manager. And, um, and how, you know, he had money and, you know, he lived over there, but um, he gave her, I guess, like an allowance or something like that. But he held on to it. That's Bo, though. She was the one who was the actual tribal member but for some reason he ended up keeping her money instead for whatever reason. Um, I said, down, <laughs> but anyway, um, because I know that she didn't live that well like that later on, but anyway, he ended up having her money, but, um, these are some things that happened. So had that happened, if she had not married him as time as went on, um, the different tribes um, were. We started off like, making like ten thousand dollars a month. So like it was each child getting like ten thousand dollars per month. And I remember when my uncle was talking about like, damn, I got all these kids, and she get a, a lot of money a year, you know. So and so forth. And um, that's what happened. So now and today, the tribal members you get about five hundred thousand to maybe a million dollars a month now because of the casinos and things like that that have grown um, since the 70s when when we first started out. Um, And because my parents passed, uh, my money uh, didn't continue to me. Someone else started having it and things like that and controlling it and things like that. Um, So that's what happened. But anyway, um, I just wanted to say to you all that you all can take this time to develop yourselves and look into these programs of housing development um, and start developing your own projects go online to the different hud websites of your state look it up and subscribe to them by email on the newsletters and get all the dates when they want people to come in and say hey we're going to be giving out 80 million dollars to develop a new project um, and this is what you have to do and take advantage of this and the reason why I say you should take advantage of housing development and getting your own projects is because you do not have to have no collateral to own your own building or develop your own building or to become a developer just have a relationship with someone that might can be a sponsor with you on an application, someone that may be into construction, real estate, a broker, have a broker's firm or an escrow firm or something, or you can also yourself become a real estate agent and then a broker and then a developer and so on and so forth. Now is the time, people, to change and turn this game around for yourself. Now is the time to really look at your blessings. Now is the time for you to really sit back and say, okay, do I want to be a builder now? Become a builder if that's what you want to do. Do you want to buy another home? If you buy another home and you know what happened to you, start looking outside of this area and focus on areas and look up and find out and buy a home in a place that doesn't have property taxes. I looked up yesterday the Cayman Islands. They don't have property taxes when you buy a home. They give you a stamp tax, and a stamp tax is just to clarify everything that you have purchased this home. They give you like a 24 percent of what is, um, of a percentage of what the cost or the value of the home is they take and a tax for one time, and that's it. You don't, in Cayman Islands, you don't have a property tax. You don't pay personal um, income tax. You don't pay a corporation tax. And everyone there is wealthy. You know, I myself personally never bought a home in California on the beach because I didn't like the fact that the water was green. I want to see clear blue water. Plus, I'm a writer. This should be the system that we have in America for Native Americans. When I mean by Native Americans, I mean by anyone actually that is born in America is a Native American, the way that I see it. But also because of the tribes being changed, there are a lot of people that try to get their new tribe started, but they don't get it started because for years it's been based on color you know, light skin or just white. And there's a way to go around that too. But um, the thing is, is the time to really focus on how to better yourself. I had my student loans wiped out by Biden. That was a blessing for me. Um, and there was a blessing for a lot of other people. I forgot all about that loan. But anyway, it's taken care of, you know, So look at that situation, but it's time for you to really look into things and look into people, look into these organizations. There was a man who was telling me that one of the organizations that he used in Venice, California, which is many of them in California, they requested for his birth certificate. And I always tell people, stop giving people your information, your birth certificate. You get an income, even if you get Social Security, you should be able to take $30 and go online and print out the application, fill it out and throw it in the mail with a stamp on it yourself. Or whip out a credit card and do it online yourself and get your, credit, and get your own birth certificate. Where I come from, the only person who is allowed to request your birth certificate is the person on record. You or your parents or an heir of you or your children. A close sibling is the only persons that are allowed to request your birth certificate. Why are you giving out this type of information to people who have not given you anything, who does not promise you anything? Why are you giving out this information for people that's telling you there's a two year waiting list? A two year waiting list, let me tell you about the game of this two year waiting list. The two year waiting list is because these people know that it takes about two years for them to develop a new homeless building from the ground up that they get the money for from the government for about 80 million. They use your name as prospects to lease to to make it look like we have all these people who are gonna be moving in this building and they never place you there. That's the game. You shouldn't be giving out that kind of information to people that you don't even know. People that you don't even know well enough or not even even certified. When you are a social worker or case manager, these people who work at social services through the state are certified. They have a license, a state license. It's very illegal for you to be giving out your information to people. And legally, no one can give you a home or rent you a home unless they're really a licensed real estate agent or broker. Or they're a leasing agent on property or the property manager. Those are the only people who can give you a home, and they don't even ask you for a birth certificate. I think it's a little bit too personal when you have homeless agencies asking you for a birth certificate, life insurance. To me, it looks like they're setting up a life insurance policy for you or something, or they're saying that, that they are something to you when they are not. I don't believe in that, and I don't think a person should do that. I think you should read what's really going on because if they tell you, oh, we can we can give you your purse to help you get it, then why don't you just sit at the computer with them in front of you with the money and get it? Or go to the post office and let them give you the fee. You go there to the post office, get the money order, fill it out, take the application, put it in an envelope in front of them at the post office and mail it off if they're gonna help you do that. Why you gotta let somebody take your information and walk away with it and go somewhere. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't think that's something that you should do. Because they're not your parents, they're not your family. They, They have nothing to do with you. They're not even promising you a home. I can't tell you how many people I have seen or read about constantly every week that were once in this program or some other program and they're back outside again what's the damn problem here? This is an, ain't nothing but a damn game. People are saying I was in a safe nest program. Well, how long were you there for, you know? And they back outside again with their dog and stuff like that. It just doesn't make sense. So I really feel that you all have more power than you think you do as a homeless person. It's time for you to really look at how you wanna live, what you want to go through, what you want to do with your life from here on. And I really highly suggest that you all get your real estate licenses and things like that in place, get all your credit in place, and also start applying for these, these opportunities to build homes and become landlords and to become owners and developers yourself. Don't be left out in the game because this is a big return on investment for people. You can change the game because you live this game every day. You go through this shit every day. People are walking up to you every day giving you a sandwich and a bottle of water. You think that's enough? What you need is some goddamn money. Seriously. Seriously. So what you should do at your next meeting of someone who is developing or they're going to be building new businesses ask them how you can get in on what they're doing if they be willing if you start your business to be your partner see if they keep talking to you. They might open up the door and have you walk out or better yet I went to a meeting at the Los Angeles County Development Association meeting last month, or two months ago, and there was this woman that I had been helping for about three months. She was sleeping outside at the library, and I was helping her out for a couple months, and I helped her buy luggage and stuff like that because she had a lot of stuff with her. Someone stole her car. I believe it was someone that she was dealing with, stole her car. Because no one knew her. She's not even from California. She became homeless due to some other reason. I can't remember what it was for. She was going to go to school here or something. But someone stole her car. See, they got people like that that's looking into your information, looking into your car stuff, where you park your car, starting steal your shit like that. Who who could it be if you don't know nobody? So um, this woman had a man that came from an organization they call Path. And I was told by someone that PATH was no longer around that a new organization called Weingart had took over or something, that they wasn't running like they were. And anyway, this man that came and picked this woman up at the library and took her to a vacant motel that didn't have no running water. She couldn't flush the toilet. She said it was a hole in the ceiling. It wasn't even habitable for her to be there. A lot of people have been saying lately they had been raped by people and by these case managers and things like that. Another lady that I met on Monday told me that this case manager was coming on to her who works in Santa Monica was like, oh, you know, she need to give in a little in a sexual way or whatever. And she was like, what? Are you serious? I said, no, this can't be the same team of people that was working over there. This sound like some brand new people or something. That don't sound right. But she left and she moved on. I told her, don't be discouraged. But what you need to do is make a follow-up police report. And even an FBI report on people. You know, because they're not going in the direction that you want. When you have family and children and stuff like that, you need to protect your family. You need to protect your home base or where you're from. From people like this. Because they got false intentions and false motives. And they don't have no intentions On helping you. So my thing is, is that these things are going on and occurring, and it's criminal that's going on. So I really feel that you all need to start having more precautions about your lives and your livelihood and your life and who you give your information to. They'll send people over to sit and chat and talk to you, so on and so forth. A lot of these people are homeless just like you are. And they pay these people to come put on a t-shirt and act like they not, to try to get information from you. And also the police department does as well, because the police department don't wanna ask you questions because if they do, that'll be like racial profiling. So they use people to ask you questions about your background, who you are, so they can look it up illegally and use them to do it. Their little advocates, their little secret agents to do it because they know legally they can't do it themselves. You know, Um, but the homeless have a lot of power. You have to use your power now and start working on yourself. Start working on these programs. Start giving your information to people who don't even have a business office to go to. There are people walking up to people on the streets asking them for social security numbers, ID cards, and all this other stuff. We can do this and that for you. You'll never see these people again. It's all in the LA Times newspaper. You can go online to LA Times or go online to Google and look up what these stories that homeless people are saying that they're giving their information to these people and don't never see them again. There's something going on here. You got to know that. Go online and see the real documents that's being filled out. Go online to find out when these programs start and when they end. You know, cause they do always have a start-up date and an ending date. And you need to check this out for yourself. This is statewide, national, throughout the United States you should do this. You should ask them more information about themselves how long they've been working, what's their background, so on and so forth. Because anyone can put on a t-shirt and a little picture badge, but look more into them. Ask them if they got a state license because I tell people this, because when you go to social services for support, social services as a grown man or a grown woman is not asking you for your birth certificate. Think about the procedures and the things that they do. So when you start talking about you have a homeless case manager, they're case managers too at social services that are licensed to do what they do. So you need to consider the fact on when you go to social services, what is the protocol there? What are asking of you there when you fill out their application? The most they would do is fingerprint you and that's it. You need to find out information about yourself, you can always go to the FBI on any FBI state website. Download an application for self certification to find out self background check application. Pay the $18, fill it out. Get your fingerprint card, fill it out. Download it from their website, fill it out and take it to the nearest FBI station or the um, police station that do fingerprints or the sheriff department that does fingerprints or a fingerprinting company that does fingerprinting and then take that application and the fingerprinting with you to the FBI and they can run your background check on yourself. And it will be good for you to do that, especially if you're in a homeless situation. Because then you're going to know who asks for information on you when it was applied for, when things were done, ran, checked on your record filled out applications whatever it is because people are acting like you don't have enough common goddamn sense to fill out an application it's like you've lost it all to do it yourself if you're a grown man grown woman or a mature young adult you have the maturity to do this on your own you know how to read and write and spell your name and sign it yourself you're not that far gone i know I know people have mental issues and things like that, but you're not that far gone that you can't get up on your feet and do this yourself. And if you are, stop being so damn lazy and start taking your life back and doing things for yourself. Start relying on people. Because if it's gonna take you two years to get something done, you can do it yourself even faster and it'll be done in a certain time frame. You gotta start liking money again you gotta start loving money again and liking money and having money. You don't need people in your business because they're not your partners or any of that. And if they telling you that they're gonna help you get a place to live, guess what? You should be able to pick out any home you want if they're gonna pay your first month's rent and security deposit. Oh, I wanna live right there. Just go on application and I guarantee you, the landlord gonna ask you for no birth certificate. Just go and say, I want to live here. First month's rent security is this and this. Ask them for the cashier's check with your name on it so you can turn it in and get it paid for. You go that route. And if they tell you they ain't got no money and they ain't got the budget to do that, I think it's time for you to walk away. And write down the names of the people that you have seen. And take their pictures too. And turn their asses in. Seriously, because there are some posters running around of missing persons and people like that. They might have been taken to these hotels that are not even habitable or even been um, approved by the city to even house anyone in them. Or even rehabilitated. So the time is now for you all out there who are homeless losing your home, about to lose your home to get on this damn game they got. And find out how to make this money too and get your return on investment and get paid and make money. Because see what has happened is you've already established relationships with this, with these people on a homeless level as a homeless person. So now establish a relationship with them on a business level of saying, I'm gonna apply for my own building. You want to be a partnership or sponsor me on that? See what they say. I guarantee you they'll tell you, oh, I don't think we can do that right now. Anyway, there's something that I wanted to share with you all today on my podcast, Akashi Media Podcast Live with Variety. Shannon Van, I hope it's been very helpful to you and that you will be grateful of this information. You don't have to stay on the bottom. It's time for everybody to get on top. And if you lost your home, some things are out of your control. Like I said before, if you guys have bought homes and you lost your home, fires or whatever the case may be, natural disasters, that's out of your control. But you're supposed to have a mortgage insurance to help you pay off your mortgage, and you're supposed to have a good homeowner's insurance that will help you rebuild again a new home or get another home, so on and so forth. However, you have it lined out in your insurance company policy. And also, if you know that it's a possibility that you can fall into a hardship, and lose your home again and go through this again and you don't want to go through this again I, I, until things can change in America I suggest that you look outside of America to live elsewhere to make your life better and there's somewhere where you don't have to pay property taxes so when you buy a home again you don't have to worry about losing your home you understand what I'm saying And then you can become a multimillionaire or a billionaire, too, like these people have been doing, how they've been riding on you and your coattails or your adversity getting paid. And then you go live somewhere where they got multimillionaires, too. But you can change things and make things better and different because you can do what they're doing anywhere globally. So think about that, folks. Think about that. And that's the power of people who are homeless. The homeless communities globally, nationally, even the United States need to get together and say, I don't want to pay no goddamn property taxes no more because I bought this home and I should be free and clear in this shit like in other countries. Because this is supposed to be something that is done with the Native Americans. The Native Americans do not pay property taxes. And what makes you Native American is uh, born in America. Ancestry of Native Americans, of Africans who are brought from other lands of Africa and other places and Indians and so on and so forth who might have become slaves but ended up becoming um, members of the... um, Native American tribes or creating a new tribe as well will stop you from paying property taxes in America and doing a lot of things. Because it's, it's um, how you will um, outline that in your agreements. It's time to make a change, folks. And make things for the better and more comfortable for yourself, your families, and your generations after you. To do better. But look at this adversity as a way of turning it into prosperity. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. This is your podcast host, Variety Shunivir. You can also find my podcast on my YouTube channel, Akashi Media channel twelve seventeen and Akashi Media Podcast dot wordpress dot com Akashi Media Podcast Live I believe is dot WordPress dot com and I think another one is Akashi Media Podcast Live with variety shunevir dot wordpress dot com. I love WordPress and you can find um, the video version audio video version of my podcast is on my WordPress websites of Akashi Media Podcast Live as well. Soon I will be getting more visual for you to see me talking on the podcast, but I'm always out and about when I do my podcast because it's live on location. Okay, thank you for listening. Take care, y'all. This is Variety and Fakashi Media Podcast Live. I just wanted to take time out to say thank you to the country um, listenership audience of Ukraine. I am so touched right now to have Ukraine to be listening to my voice, my podcast, with what you're going through right now in the world. It has really touched me so much to know that you have tuned in to Akashi Media Podcast Live Variety Chanevere right here in California, in America. I'm doing something right as a podcaster for you all to be going through what you're going through. And believe me, we've been praying for you right here in America, in California. West Hollywood has been praying for you. Hollywood has been praying for you. Los Angeles been praying for you. We all have been praying for you all over there. And we hope Putin that you can put a stop to this war. No one knows why this war is going on. No one wants this war to even continue. We don't understand it. We can't rationalize it. We don't know what the problem is. No one knows what the problem is. You don't know what the problem is. But we really want you to cease this war and to stop this war. Stop thinking live. There are people who have dreams, goals, aspirations. There are people who want to have their children grow up and become somebody, and you're taking their lives for nothing. No one understands that concept of war. There is no solution to war. Really, to be honest with you, there is not. It's not about love and peace and happiness and prosperity. My foundation is called Keep Love, Unity and Vision, K-L-U-V. And we need that around the world. And I am so grateful and thankful right now that you all have tuned in to me I'm doing something right. I'm not familiar with a lot of Ukraine artists, singers, but I'm definitely going today. Well, not today, but tomorrow, this week, I'm going to look for the list of different Ukraine artists that I will play on my podcast. And I hope that will make you all feel better because music soothes the soul and it makes the soul very happy, it does. We're gonna keep you all in prayer, Ukraine, because your children deserve to grow up. Ralph. Um, You deserve to have happiness, peace, prosperity, careers, your life, God gave you your life, and it's unfair for somebody to take somebody's life before their time, because that's the life that God gave you, but keep hope alive over there in Ukraine, keep hope alive, keep praying keep praying don't cease prayer pray 24 hours a day you and your children keep praying join hands keep praying keep praying 24 hours a day cuz God is bigger than this man who want to hold a war he's bigger than that and God got more power than that but keep praying for this war to cease cuz prayer is very powerful and you're powerful. Keep praying. God gonna answer to you. He will answer to you. Um, I just want to say thank you, Ukraine. My listenership right now in Ukraine is listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Thank you so much for listening to me, Ukraine. Because we're right here in California. And we're grateful to have you listen to us. You were brought up on our listenership. And I just wanted to take time out to say thank you. Thank you to all my listeners globally around the world. And I'm going to announce all my listenership countries this week. In the year 2023. In April. Today is April 9th. Easter Sunday here in California. So thank you, Ukraine. Thank you so much. You really touched my heart to see you on my listenership list. And you're at war right now. God knows I'm doing something right. Lord, just thank you for my voice being heard in Ukraine, for somebody's listening. It must. I must be making you feel better now. I must be doing something right, y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is Variety there. Vakashi Media Podcast Live. Thank you, Ukraine. This is Variety Shunavir for Akashi Media Podcast Live, updating my listenership list. It's been a while, y'all, so I got a little country listeners, so I just want to start naming them all. Now, I might not be perfect with the pronunciation of all of the country names, so I'm going to do my best, okay? New Zealand, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast live Republic of Lithuania. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Slovenia. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Benin. Thank you for listening to Akashi Podcast Live. Taiwan. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Sweden. Thank you for listening. To Akashi Media Podcast Live, Austria. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live, Martinique. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live, Portugal. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live, Rwanda. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live, Tunisia. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media podcast live oh man thank you for listening to akashi media podcast live hungary thank you for listening to akashi media podcast live cameroon thank you for listening to akashi media podcast live hashimai kingdom thank you for listening to akashi media podcast live yoroku Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Dominican Republic. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. In Dominican Republic, over there at Blue Lands Properties, we're building new real estate over there together with my spouse, Sharon Michael Olibo. All right, all right, all right. Just want to say that, give y'all a shout out. Then we're building a lot of new real estate development and luxury uh, properties and homes, uh, apartment buildings and houses and things like that over in the Dominican Republic. Um, Ivory Coast, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Guatemala, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Burkina Faso, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Gabon, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Costa Rica, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Ghana, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Belgium. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Zach Republic, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Turkey, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. United Arab in my race. You know, we got a lot of our family living over there right now, and the Emirates doing well. The family is living over there. Everyone's having fun, becoming big old real estate tycoons over there. So, y'all yeah, enjoying ourselves Thank you for allowing us to be residents of the Emirates. Thank you so much for listening and allowing us to live in your country, Norway. Thank you for listening in Akashi Media Podcast Live, Lebanon. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live, and I just want to give a shout out to a good friend of mine that I've been knowing for many years, Elwan Nassar, who lives in Lebanon, Lebanon, and I met him in college, and when he was living in Dearborn, Michigan. Hey, Elwan, how you doing, baby? Syria, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Puerto Rico, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Mozambique, thank you for listening to Akashi Media podcast live India, thank you for listening to Kashi Media podcast live and I just want to give a shout out to all of my Patel relatives over there in India and most definitely to my uncle over there, Jody, who's the president of India over there and hello to all my Jirate cousins and everything Raj Patel and everybody that's over there in India thank you Singapore. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Switzerland. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Panama. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Colombia. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Nigeria. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast. Podcast. Live and over there in Nigeria. We own a hotel over there called the White Deck Beach Resort Hotel that has been open since uh, 2020, and it was open. And um, mm, I hope you guys have had some fun over there. And um, the, white de- uh, the White Deck Beach Resort has been ran by my spouse, um, Michael. Michael Shadrack, oh you, but Mr. White, everybody know Mr. White over there, Mr. Michael White over there. So um, he's been doing a great job over there, and then um, we have a lot of other properties over there that people can um lease or buy over there. We have 50 blocks of real estate over there as well, and um, I want to give a shout out over there to our business partnership over at the Zenith Bank, um. Mr. Jim Ovia, you know what, $850 million worth of assets over there. We're doing so well over there. Zenith Bank over there, just making things happen over there. And also, we got the of Luxury over there that's been doing well over there. in Nigeria as well, Um, my spouse, other half. And um, it's all good, y'all. It's all good. Everybody's doing good over there in the Okay. And thank you. For listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Peru, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. China, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Denmark, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. France, thank you for listening to Akashi Media podcast live and i want to give out more shout out to my relatives over there in france my sister-in-law lovely and my niece anita and everyone and um also evan's my brother-in-law as well and um all the kids that live over there in france and relatives and everything how y'all doing over there baby hi hey hey um hey. austria thank you for listening to akashi media podcast live canada thank you for listening to akashi media podcast live and if you ever in canada and you need a ride just stop on by one of our car dealerships that we own one of our family car dealerships at the car hub so you can always go to the car hub auto dealership and pick out a couple bmw some mercedes benzes some corvettes some um, we got Nissans We got all kind of variety of automobiles Over there to your luxury Of lifestyle that you may like Over there in Canada On Ontario And um, go ahead and check it out Ontario and uh, I think it's Montreal We over there in Montreal. But anyway you can go to our website At carhub C-A-R-H-U-B H-U-B Dot C-A so check us out over there at the Car Hub in Canada, one of our, um, two of our car dealerships that we have over there for luxury car autos. And also we'll be having um, the Akashi Luxury Car. Our um, uh, well, Akashi uh, Luxury Autos will be over here in America somewhere. Let me open it up in... Um, Somewhere in America, California, I'm still looking for a location. But in the meantime, y'all, just check us out at the car hub and one of my dealerships over there in Canada. Mexico, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Spain, thank you for listening to Akashi Media podcast live and i just want to give a shout out to my brother over there named secure secure of modeling international and i just want to say hello to my bro over there love you love you love you love you love you and we're just playboy self. okay thank you for listening to kashi media podcast live over there in spain argentina Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Israel. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Netherlands. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Japan. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Saudi Arabia. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Russia. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Podcast Live. Romania, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Algeria, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Philippines, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Italy, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. And United Kingdom. Thank you for listening to Kashi Media Podcast Live. And congratulations to my cousin over there who just became King Charles over there in the United Kingdom. Congratulations to you over there, King. Um, you well deserve, and God bless the king over there. And all my relatives, we matching that DNA ancestry over here in America. You know how we do. It's all good passing it on. Bloodline, bloodline, bloodline. Ireland, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Kenya, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Morocco, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Germany, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. Brazil, thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast. Podcast I mean, when I was a kid, I used to go and see the Opa Opa dancers. It was a lot of fun when I used to come to Detroit, Michigan. And we used to go see the Opa Opa dancers at the Masana Temple. Miss y'all, and I hope to see y'all soon. In America, of course. Thank you for listening to Akashi Media Podcast Live. And that's the list of our listenership right now. And um, I truly, truly appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in to Akashi Media Podcast podcast slide. This is your host, Variety Shunavir. Take care.
1: It. Come on, come yeah, yeah. on I'll, I'll take good care of you. That's I'll what i man supposed to do. And I'll be there for you all the time. Let your hands.